Hello. 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 I'm receiving a message from the other side. <laughs> well, uh, what's it say? It says we should. I should marry the Long Island medium. Hey, she's a hottie. She's a wolf. <laughs> Hey, it's uh, the Herald Modcast on the HMC. I am Sarah Mason. I'm Jago. Shit. I'm Jake Esso. <laughs> I'm J-Mo. You Stamper, don't know your name? Grombo. <laughs> Jago Prampus. We are sponsored by Toy Zoo. The good folks at Toy Zoo. You can visit them online at toyzoo.com. They've got an impressive array of very cool collectibles, toys, stuff like Funko, Lego. Pop. Lego everything. They got puzzles and toys and board games, and they have those cool little Sega Genesis's with have uh, the games inside. Oh yeah, the mystery boxes. No, the video game when it's Sega Genesis, but you don't have to buy the game. You just plug it in and you can play the Sega. Genesis. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh so you've. Come to the right place if you're a fan of The Walking Dead, because this is We Talk Dead, and that is a weekly We Talk Dead recap and review series that we do on the HMC, and we're talking about episode 710, New Best Friends. Yeah, what a nice title. Yeah. Was it Daryl and the Tiger, or is it Rick and that group of road warriors? I guess maybe both. Yeah, maybe both. Daryl's become a found a kindred spirit in the tiger. Yeah, that was kind of a nice sequence there. Yep. Where he's visiting Sheba and she kind of like nuzzles up to his hand. Yep. And Morgan's there and well, let's get into the episode. So uh, when last we saw our band of fun Rick followers. I don't know why I'm calling them that. Yeah, that's weird. Well, when last we saw the gang, they had come upon yet another group. Yet another group. Another group that is not a, uh, in the comic at all. And this group lives in a landfill. <laughs> yep. They're a bunch of hoarders and garbage men. Yeah. It kind of looked like the beginning of 13 Ghosts. That whole set. Oh, that's weird. Where yeah, they <laughs> they go get that last ghost? Well, it's just like piles of yeah, it's garbage and junkyard junk. And they've made a bunch of sort of you know roadways, and it's all sort of mapped out. You see like a sort of sky shot. Yeah, see how much they've sort of developed this into a garbage community. They're like the garbage pale children. <laughs> <laughs> they look like the road warrior people, though. Yeah, they do. And they're all very subservient to the leader, which is why I thought they were sort of doing a twist on the later group that they meet after Negan. Uh-huh. In the like, comics. In the comics. And because uh, it's like led by a female and the group like really follows her lead. But I'm like, they're not garbage people. And there's also another sort of fun fact that they left out so i'm like they're not doing that so who is this group and it's a completely new group mm. and then and they were referring to them as the heapsters oh that's what they said that's what the actress dead. said yeah, yeah. Well, she plays the leader what's her name janus like is it literally janus like i think it's like janus like french anus 
<laughs> it's something like that. It's like Janice or Jonas I don't know. or Janice. She's got a very weird haircut, which I don't know yeah. how you would achieve in the zombie apocalypse. But Probably with garbage scissors. Yeah, I guess so. Um, and she just, you know, as- rightly assumes that Rick is the leader. And he, she says, you want to bargain for your lives? And then Gabriel comes out of nowhere because Rick knows he's there, I guess. Why yeah, does, how does he know he's there? I'm not sure. So Gabriel comes out, they have him, and then he basically shows like that he's really changed and he overpowers them after they all... Well, how did that go down? Well, they they like, start get the fighting. better of them, yeah. Well, because she goes, you own, we own your lives. And he's like, nah, Negan owns our lives or something like that. Oh, yeah, she he does the savior fight the savior's pitch. Right, and I don't remember how they started fighting, but they sort of, yeah, they go to blows and nobody gets really hurt or anything, but in the scrum... Aaron the, does again. Aaron keeps getting the shit kicked out of him. Aaron somehow. got fucked up. Yeah, he got a little hurt. Oh yeah, he did. But in the in the skirmish, uh, Gabriel gets a knife and puts it to one of like the little leaders, other leaders, ladies' throat, and it's basically like you're gonna listen to what we have to say, and we can yep. help you, and you want what we have, but we don't have anything. What you really want is to get a piece of what Negan has because he has everything, right? And that's true. Like, they don't have shit. They already lost everything. Now they're going to have to... Well, there's the other thing, though, is that, like, the conditions of the thing were that Rick and the gang would have to get them more stuff. So now Rick has to get two groups, two separate loads of shit. Right. So it's, like, great bargaining, you know? Since it is sort of Road Warrior-like... Interesting that the, they're not all fighting over gas. They all seem to have tons of gas. They're just driving everywhere yeah. all the time with gas. Lots of fuel. I know. <laughs> I guess we haven't gotten that that deep into the after of the apocalypse. I think we have. I know we have. Uh, well, anyways, so then she, she takes Rick atop. They call it the up, up, up. Yeah, they have is, this weird sort of childlike speak. Well, and also she talks in this sort of like weird fragments, sort yeah. of like a, that was another thing that's sort of road warrior esque was that sort of like broken sentence fragments. Like we go up, you listen here, we don't say. Yeah, it's like just I don't know, interesting writing choice, I guess. Yeah, well, it definitely makes it feel kind of more sci-fi or like yeah yeah it does feel a little more like out there than sort of the grounded sci-fi of this show yeah you know like it's yeah it's a zombie apocalypse so it's technically sort of a sci-fi fantasy thing but i think the the lure of walking dead is that it always felt a little more grounded than other things like road warrior yeah you're like this is really like not possible yeah, or not? You know, it's a, more of a fantasy, whereas Walking Dead really feels closer. I think that's why it got like Heartland America. Yeah, because you know? it yeah. Really always felt like this is as close to reality as you could get. Yeah. with a zombie apocalypse. Well, so Rick goes to the up, 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 up with her, and it's the top of the garbage pile, basically, and mm-hmm. they have sort of like a a pit. That's enclosed like by a garbage. Thunderdome. Yeah, and yeah, it is. Yeah, exactly. Kind of. It's like a fighting pit, gladiator pit, whatever. And uh, she throws Rick down. Well, because they're coming to terms, and she's like, "I only can trust you if you can survive the pit," kind of thing. So right. she doesn't just throw him down like without a reason. But when they're up there, she also you also see this like network of streets and roads and it's all made out of garbage and it's yep. sprawling like it goes on for miles yeah it looks like and she said like we've been here since 
the beginning. Right, right, right. So they've been there the whole time. And so. she said they take, they don't bother with, go, they, they just take. They don't yeah. go seeking or trying to make for themselves. They just take what others have. Yeah. Kind of like the saviors, but mm-hmm. not as brutal, I guess. Well, yeah, not as brutal. And just the fact that they had them dead to rights and they were still willing to like strike a deal with them. Yeah. It's weird. Because it's like you have us over a barrel and you're still like, yeah, I'll listen to what you have to say and we right. can make a bargain. It's like, why would I bargain with someone yeah. that I have like over a barrel? Yep. Or, you know. But I guess part of the bargaining was she literally like pushing Rick into a fucking fighting pit. Where with, he fights a like creature. A, <laughs> yeah, it was, was once a man, is now a creature. And it's a walker that basically has spikes all in it and like armor metal over its armor. head. Yeah, it has like metal armor and metal spikes. And it really looks like something out of a Resident Evil game. Yeah. Like that's what where my head went first. Like that looks like the Resident Evil zombies. Yeah, like, yeah. Where they're all doctor or, or uh, Evil Within, which is another like sort of Resident Evil survival horror video game mm-hmm. where they take a zombie and then they take it to that next level where it's like more of a nightmare. Than right. It's a, a zombie. You know, and so Rick has to like fight this thing, and Michonne and everyone are looking through these like uh, sort of not tunnels, but sort of they have there's like these pipes in the garbage, right? So they can see shots of him, and they're like, you know, trying to help him. Yeah, and well, it shows that they're a team, and that's something that she probably noticed. Not only does he he defeats it by basically having his team you know michonne's like use the wall use yeah. the wall and the wall sort of avalanche down and trap the zombie yeah and the zombie's head is like welded metal so he can't like just give it a brain shot and he actually punctures his hand trying to keep oh that was cool yeah and then he fucks up his leg because the zombie had like metal spikes on its legs or something so right. Rick's leg got cut open i mean he i'd be worried about tetanus yeah, they don't fucking, seem to be worried about yeah, any of that stuff like in the apocalypse. And rust and shit. You remember, like in Troy, I remember with that kid, with Brad Pitt. With, yeah, I remember the movie. I never. Really I remember saw him it. talking about how what they really had to worry about that way was little cuts. Yeah, because they'd get a die of infection. Yeah, like, that's the thing that should be happening now in the zombie apocalypse. Is it, they don't have enough medicine. Well, that's true of the of that era of warfare, yeah. medieval warfare and Roman warfare. It was not like this giant sword when you're going to die, but it's like this sustaining small wounds, right? Not being able to treat it. Yeah, that you, most a lot of soldiers die. They survive the battle, but they die from their wounds. Yeah, you know. So that's yeah, that's super true for this. You know. Well, and and it looked also like, you know, Luke in the pit. Yeah, they made that comparison. They made that comparison, I guess of that's, course. I mean, if you need to compare it to Star Wars. But I think like you're right cool. about Thunderdome. Is yeah, it's very better. similar. Yeah. I mean, you know, it's not like a bunch of people watching and cheering, but it is. They have this, like, committed pit right. with a creature to show if you can. And so, you know, Rick has it subdued by being trapping in a garbage and he cuts its head off. And yeah. that basically shows that to Janus, the anus, that, <laughs> <laughs> that he could be, that he's a leader and he's worthy of, you know, whatever, working right. with or something, something, which is fine. So well, now he, he has to get them guns, though. They want guns. Yeah, and they want, well, they want supplies and stuff, too. But they do make a deal for, and they want a third. She's saying she wants half, but he, they agree to a third. Yeah, because Rick already has to give ha- another half third to somebody else yeah he's got a lot of thirds commitments he has to give yeah out man. There. he's making a lot of deals yeah just for survival 
And they were saying that they planted the boat supplies to see if someone yep. could get it. So they were the ones behind the boat. Right. And they were just waiting for someone to get it yeah. to, so that they yeah, could track them down or make them a part of the group. I don't no, know. No, I don't know. They just sort of seem weird. I mean, they don't look very healthy. No, they They're look in garbage. Pale. And they don't look like they eat very well. But they're sort of organized. They all sort of like formed lines and yeah. circles around them. And yeah, they have a definitely a interesting group dynamic. Who knows if they can fight, though? Yeah, that's the other thing. Are they like a fighting group? They yeah. Seem more of a scavenger type of group. I don't know how you know effective their joining the fight would be yeah. outside of you well know, the numbers numbers yeah. just yeah numbers. Well, meanwhile, back in the kingdom uh, where Daryl has been left, um, yeah. and Ezekiel does not want to go after the saviors. He's still like he's being kind of like passive king, you know. Well, he's being he doesn't want. A fight he wants to protect, but he's sort of not really seeing the big picture. So his right-hand man, Richard, keeps sort of pushing. We got to do this. And they go for a drop with the saviors. Yeah. And Richard gets in a fight and again. again. Yeah. And Morgan sort of steps up and takes a guy out because he wants to go, uh, you know, he takes Richard's gun, the savior guy. And so Morgan, before he can sort of pistol whip Richard, takes out his legs with the bow staff and then it starts this whole, you know, sort of fight and, and he uh, loses his staff yeah. which is the one that was given to him by john carol lynch yeah so he's like can i have my stick back and the guy's like you gotta be kidding me like no yeah. <laughs> which is a bummer because that's like taking daryl's crossbow kind of thing you know so. well interesting though the guy that's this head savior that come that's in charge of that group of saviors mm-hmm. is not seems kind of weak a little bit yeah and sort of moderate and not yeah. he's not like the other guy with the mustache, you know, who would have killed the richer guy because it's because he says, yeah. "Look, this can't keep happening." But yeah, they wouldn't tolerate. Negan wouldn't tolerate it. He'd kill either him or one of the other people. Yeah, Richard, or, or insist yeah. that they get to go inside the kingdom or something. something. Yeah, but this guy's just like, "Come on, Ezekiel, you got to calm your people down, or I'm going to have to take this guy out." Well, yeah. which is it seems that they could easily overpower that group, except for that one guy who fights Richard. But yeah, that guy's an sh- asshole. But that guy's the shit disturber he's the one causing these problems he's antagonistic and then the little baby boy Ben sort of steps up and like takes him out with his bow staff yeah and it was like a good move like you know he's he's learned but Ezekiel sort of gives him the riot act like you know you were quick but maybe a little too quick I don't need you to be out here you know instigating even if you feel like you're defending your people I don't know why it's taking so long for Ezekiel to come around because he's going to have to come around. And, you know, I wonder what they're going to do to make that happen. Like, I keep thinking it's going to be like the saviors end up storming the kingdom. And he's like, okay, we have to do this. Yeah, that's what I think, too, because it's going to be an unknown because in the comic, he just sort of joins. He's like willing to join. He sees that it's necessary with not very much convincing. So right. having this sort of drag out like this, I guess, is one for to fill time, like for the actual episodes. And again, time fillers. And two, I just make it more dramatic. 
Like they're going to have to have some sort of turning point where he's like understands that he needs to fight. But he's, his whole thing is like, I've made peace. And he's like, so if we take the first, if we strike first, we're actively breaking what is peace right now. Right. And Morgan's on board with that. And Daryl's yeah. trying to convince Morgan. Well, first of all, Richard and, and Daryl go off together because Richard says, I need your help. And then he takes him over and has this weird plan that I don't quite understand, which would end up with Carol getting killed. And Daryl yeah. essentially finds out that it's Carol in the house because he's, who is it? What's her name? And what does he want to do? He want like, there's a couple cars of the saviors coming. Well, him, he wants, because Daryl's down to fight. And so Richard's also down to fight. So they both agree that they're going to, they like have this sort of solo plan where the two of them just go out and try to take a bunch of saviors out. And uh, Richard had devised a plan and he has a secret cachet of weapons and stuff that he's hiding. Yeah. Which is smart. And so they go out to some part of the highway and he's basically like, so where's what we do is we kill like as many as we can. Then we lead the others back to this like woman in this house. And so, you know, when the saviors come upon this person, they're going to think she's responsible for it and either kill her or she'll fight them off and kill them. And right. then it won't come back to the kingdom and it won't start a war, you know, so it sort of makes sense, but it's not like a great plan. And then Daryl's like, who is this woman? And he's like, eh, don't worry about it. Yeah. He's like, well, where's you fired her? He's like, eh, forget about it. Well, he says she's got more balls than you do. And then Daryl's ear, then Daryl's, because I think I know who this is, right. you know? And he's like, what's her name, man? What's her name? And he finally says, he's like, Carol. He's like, I know you know who she is, this sort of thing. So, like, Richard knows that they're related somehow. Right. Well, he says, I was hoping you wouldn't know her. But. Right. He's like, but I figured you would. Daryl so fights like, him. Yeah, because well, Richard is like, because like the saviors are coming like around the bend sort of thing. And so it's time sensitive. And Richard's going to like go out and just take the shots. Yeah. And so Daryl has to like physically stop him. And so they get in a fight and then they end up having like their guns and crossbows drawn on each other. Right. And uh, and, and Daryl wins. But the, who knows? I mean, Richard, Richard's a wild card. He is a wild card. I mean, he's obviously, I see his death being imminent, you know, but like, yeah. who knows how he's going to go out? Like, he if he's going to help stupid. or not. Yeah. yeah. He might try to do something to help and it ends up blowing up his face and he dies and others in the kingdom die because of his, you know, carelessness. Right. Uh, so, but that, so Daryl now knows that Carol is safe for one. And mm, he oh. goes to visit her. Yeah, and then by the end of the episode, he's going to visit her. And Daryl also says, he's like, hey, man, if she fucking, you know, trips and falls, if she gets hit by lightning, I'm coming for you. you yeah. Know? So, you know. If a walker takes her out, anything. Anything, yeah. I'm coming for that ass. And uh, they have a nice reunion, and mm -hmm. she basically explains, he, he chooses not to tell her that Glenn and Abraham and dead, Denise yeah. and Olivia and Spencer are all dead. Yeah, she he goes no, everyone's okay because she is already crying. She's like, "What's up?" You know. Yeah. And he's like, "No, everyone's fine." <laughs> <laughs> and it was sort of funny because I didn't expect him to do that, but then I did. It sort of makes sense, yeah, because he didn't want to get her back in fight mode, and that's definitely would have been a turning point for her. But I think it's inevitable, and she's going to find out eventually. So it's just probably going to bite him in the ass. Yeah. Uh, as far as how much the writers will determine that, whether it's going to like put a wedge in their relationship or I don't not. think so. I, I mean, what was interesting about that episode is that you know we've only seen Carol as tough 
Carol for a while now, mm-hmm. and she breaks down with Daryl because you know yeah. he's a soft spot for her, and she breaks down and says, "I, you know, he's like, why did you leave?" And she's like, "I had to. I couldn't stand the pain of losing people." And yeah, and she's like, "I knew I was just going to continue to be a killer, kind of thing." And there'd be nothing left of who I was yeah. as a human. Like clearly, that's what she's saying. She's like, she was becoming not human, and she didn't want to be that way. And she didn't like herself being this way i guess and she's trying to find her own little private idaho yeah and i mean it was a cool scene you know melissa mcbride's a really good actor she's one of the far superior actors on the show yeah and and they have dinner and uh they have a nice little dinner yep and uh it's a nice scene yeah it's and i i wasn't surprised that he chose not to tell her because he it just that was a big decision. That was like a telltale game decision where it's like, tell the <laughs> truth, hide the truth, you know, yeah, and you have to choose and then it changes the future outcome. Yeah. Which is kind of funny. Uh, yeah. And so that's sort of how it's left. And then the next scene, I guess, is Daryl with the tiger in the cage. Yeah. And uh, they're having a little private moment. And Morgan is comes upon, uh, upon them, and he sa- he knows that Daryl didn't tell Carol because he says she Morgan's so smart. He's like, I know you didn't tell her because she would be here right now. Yeah, getting ready to go fight. And I'm glad you didn't. Well, because Daryl says, like, why are you doing this, man? You're like, you're out of touch. He's like, am I? He's like, look what you did. You couldn't tell Carol about that. So it's like, yeah. you're not that different from me. Right. You know, as much as you want to act like. Oh, yeah, he says, you and I are the same, and you, you know nothing about me. And he's like, right. yes, I do. You didn't tell Carol. Yeah, and I, I don't know. I mean, Morgan needs to come around and fight. I think he will, probably. Yeah, he will. I mean, one, he's a really good fighter. And two, he's like a good, he's a survivalist. And uh, it's just sort of this new approach to the life, you know. Yeah. Because, he, he, you know, he can get in Ezekiel's ear. There's a lot of things he could do. And uh, it's, you know, I don't know. It, he has to fucking come around. It's just a matter of when and how. Right. Well, they're definitely leading up to it. But it looks like, I mean, no Negan again this episode. But he's we've got him back in the next episode. Because in the previews, we see Eugene. And they do one of those backtrack things yeah. where Dwight's so gonna realizing yeah. Daryl leaving the moment Daryl's leaving and discovering and stuff like that. Yeah, and how Dwight is, might get fucking you know reprimanded for this shit because he was supposed to be the one watching Daryl. Well, know? doesn't Dwight end up helping them in the comics? He, Dwight becomes a big part of taking over Negan, yeah. Yeah, so it looks like they're setting up for that. Because uh, they do stick to the comics pretty much. Pretty much. A lot of it is. It's, it's funny because they stick to it like almost verbatim and then they'll boom out of nowhere introduce something that was not in the comic at all. Right. Not at all. You know, unless, no, not at all. There's no junkyard gang. Yeah. You know, so the junkyard gang is completely television. It feels a little inserted into this world and not making sense to me, I gotta say. I, I felt yeah. like I was watching the sci-fi channel a little bit. Yes, yeah, felt a little Z Nation. Yeah. Felt like a little lesser of a program, that yep. whole storyline. It was like, okay, yeah, <laughs> who are these people? And now we got this sort of like weird culty junkyard vibe here. Yeah. And we got like Resident Evil zombies that are you know, fucking doctored up to have spikes and armor and shit. And I don't right. Know. 
Well, don't forget, we still have that women's group that Tara only knows about. Well, she'll probably reveal, you know. Well, because Rick Asker, he's like, Tara, you've seen more of this place than anybody. Do you know any special secret treats or anything? (laughs) (laughs) And she was like, wink, wink. No, I don't know. Maybe I do. Uh, Like that. Well, and... We don't know where Heath is, except for the fact that he's on the new 24. And like, Kong Island. Yeah. And fucking and everything else. <laughs> I know. So I guess he's not coming back. Yeah. He's like conveniently, you know, people don't even ask on the show. Like everyone's like, hey, where the fuck is Heath? Anyway? Yeah. <laughs> no one's even mentioned him, like other characters, you know. Like it makes me wonder if they're going to replace the actor or. I don't know if they can. I mean, I, I, they could. I don't think. Here comes Yanni. I don't think he's such a you know beloved actor on or character by right. fans. You know what I mean? That they couldn't replace him. Well, isn't he? He's big in the comics. He's huge in the comics. Yeah, he's a big part of the comics. But I just mean that they haven't really used him on the show enough for to no. really like build a fan base. There's like we want Heath. Right, right, right. You can't change Heath. <laughs> like, that's, that's Heath, man. That's our Heath. Yeah. You know that hasn't he hasn't been enough of a character yet. Um so but it's but it's funny that they don't even mention him that's what i mean like he's gone and you know tara doesn't know where he is right that's just sort maybe of he's just like. gone maybe he's not coming back you know but i suspect he'll come back in some capacity he might come back just to get killed just yeah. to like, get him off the show right which is possible maybe he'll come back to, in the fight against the saviors yeah i mean because he gets messed up bad in the fight he doesn't die up till as far as i've read which is well past the whole negan thing and it's into the next sort of bad group right thing. but he goes he does like he gets his leg blown off by a grenade whoa so okay. he loses like all the way up to his like mid thigh you know okay so they just have him die in the explosion maybe i don't know i mean the thing the the you know we're here again where they are setting up for some stuff but they're also kind of dragging it like it looks based on what i saw for the previous for next week it looks like a so, I mean, we're seeing Negan again, but it looks a little filler, you know. I, I think it's going to take till the end of the season for them to say, "Okay, now we're fighting," yeah, and then we're not going to have a fight until season eight. See, so, yeah, oh yeah, the actual, yeah, there's not going to be like conflict, conflict until season eight, season premiere. Yep, and then you know, mid season uh, premiere of season eight will probably be some sort of like resolve, right? Or something I don't know, maybe not until the end of season eight. I don't know. I, I mean, know. it was it was it was cool to see him fight the freaking Wilson creature. Yeah. Why they call him Wilson? I think it was Winslow. Winslow. But it'd be funny if it was Wilson. Yeah, and like it was just like a <laughs> barbecue with like a face on it. <laughs> like fight him. He's like, but they're like fight him. He's our greatest warrior. It's a little fall. Rick, Rick has to like fight it, and, like stab it. They're like oh, he defeated Wilson. Oh, oh, oh he's the chosen one. I, uh, uh, well, I mean, you know, it happened. We were moving forward, and we uh, did it. We did it, and uh, stay tuned. Stay tuned. There's, uh, we will be back uh, with We Talk Dead for episode seven, eleven, and also for fans of the FX series Taboo, we've got a weekly series reviewing um, Taboo, and episode uh, seven of Taboo is on tonight. Yeah, and it's one more episode after that, and it's the season finale. I know, which I'm very sad about, because I'm really, really into this show. Yeah, it's great. So uh, I'm excited and then also bummed. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. 
And uh, as always, go to our website, www.thehmcnetwork.com for videos and podcasts and stories and all kinds of cool stuff in this wacky, wonderful world we're in. Party on, Wayne. Party on, Wayne. All right. Thanks, jerks. Thank you, jerks. See ya.